Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and joining me as always is Ken Hester. Ken, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Uh, good to see family. Good to hang out with the kids. Good. Just, good. you know, eat a lot of food. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite go-to food item for Thanksgiving? Ooh, that's tough. My mom makes a sweet potato casserole. Okay. That is, she makes it with brown sugar and butter and all the things that make you <laughs> fluffy for the, for the winter. And nice. it is, um, it's like nice. dessert, you yeah. know, but yeah. then you get to eat dessert too. That's right. So it's it's a, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, good. <laughs> How well, about you? It was good. Yeah. We had a good Thanksgiving, uh, just real low key. I was in Mexico right until almost Thanksgiving. And yep. so coming back, it was nice just to relax. And uh, for me, it's all about the stuffing. And the nice. stuffing that gets yep. cooked inside That's the turkey. That's Ashley's go-to. Yep. yep. The stuffing in the turkey. I don't like stovetop, just in the turkey. Right. Yep. But it was good. So now that we're hungry, and uh, now that all our <laughs> listeners are listening, hey, thanks for joining us. Listen, it, it's been a little bit since we put up yeah, a, a few episode, weeks. and we had to take a few weeks off because of just travel and holiday season and mm-hmm. busyness. And um, Jamie um, uh, got a new job. Right. And we she mentioned le- that. Yeah, on we the last. mentioned that. Yep. And so she left. And so we were just restructuring a little bit, but we are back. Yes. We're back. And it's going to be better than ever. Better than ever. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good. So those of you listening, make sure that you uh, jump back into us, into the rhythm of subscribing and sharing this podcast, as well as commenting and liking and star rating, all that fun stuff. And so that always helps us out a ton. And we'd love to hear from you because this podcast is, well, it's not for me, it's for you. So That's right. You know? That's right. We're here for you. Yeah. Here I, already, for you I, already, I already talk about this stuff to myself. So you know, this is for everybody else. <laughs> we have this conversation ongoing. I know, that's right. So yeah. So yep. however we can help you, um, you know, do ministry better. Yep. There, even if it's just a, a kind of an ear to listen. Yep. You know, sometimes in, yep. in ministry it's very difficult. You don't have anybody you feel like you can yep. just talk to, um, vent to, um, yep. even just think through options and things that you may be looking forward to. You want to talk about the podcast? Of course, we yep. can always do that. But uh, but we're, we're again as as Andy said we're here for you uh, we're praying for you we believe in you we want to encourage you as best we can through the podcast and in any other way as well yeah and please take that seriously I think uh, right now in ministry now more than ever we kind of need each other and need encouragement mm-hmm. and I know we got that by going to a conference a couple weeks ago and we have that here amongst our staff because of our team dynamics right. so we we got kind of a built in but we still need encouragement elsewhere and so if you're listening and you need that encouragement definitely reach out to us and. Uh, we'd love to chat with you. Well, hey, welcome to episode 46. Wow. Episode 46. This is it. Reaching the half century mark. I know. I think uh, how many weeks are left? We'll probably hit 52 a yeah. year. You know, we're almost yeah. to the year mark. So, but, uh, but welcome to everybody listening to episode 46. Today, we're going to talk about shepherding. Mm. And um, it's something that's been on our heart a yeah. lot lately. I think because of just the nature of the world around us and seeing the, the hurt and the need of people and the confusion of people. But then also, we've been using it internally as a reset for our staff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Ken, why don't you tell us, why is that important to reset a staff every once in a while to the mindset of shepherding? Yeah, I mean, we, we all get locked in, I think, to Sunday's coming. It's coming every week, and there's lots of tasks to do. There's lots of things to focus on. And we can have a, a worship service, worship experience, whatever you call it, every single weekend. But if we aren't focused on shepherding people really being in their life, caring for them, following up with them, connecting with them, 
then we just become, you know, another place like a, uh, a store basically mm-hmm. that they go to, they go to target, they go to Walmart, they go to, they go to restaurants, they walk in, they walk out, they get what they need, but there's not actual any yeah. care or connection or relationship. And that's where the church can fill a void that is missing in this world and is relationship. It is connection. It is community and shepherds create that. And if we can reinforce that with our staff and you can reinforce that with your staff and even in your own personal mindset, the goal is to pray for people. The goal mm-hmm. is to encourage people. The goal is to be the church mm-hmm. and true shepherds understand that. Yeah. I think the reset for me, for myself and our team here, and I think this is important for people in ministry, is often um, we kind of manage people and lead with programming and tasks, mm-hmm. and that's backwards. Right. We're supposed to lead people and manage programs. Right. But as you said, with Sundays constantly coming and the busyness of trying to relaunch things or start new things, it's easy to start to lead with those programs yep. and lead with that team instead of leading people and then managing managing those tasks <laughs> yeah yeah I, and, and I, I feel like that is that's kind of um again like as you mentioned like we're we're kind of waking up yep. in this in this uh mid continued covid situation you know where where people with vaccines and with with all the thing you know di- different places are still you know you just got back from mexico they're still trying to figure out some things yeah but um at least here in america in most scenarios, people are coming back to church. Yep. They're getting back into a rhythm. They're they're recognizing. They're still saying staying safe mm-hmm. and all that. But um, we're we're now evaluating all of the programs, all of the things, and you can easily get focused, like you mentioned, on the task rather yeah. than the person. So as we talk about shepherding, Jesus is the ultimate model for that, right? Scripture is filled with. The analogy of Jesus being the great shepherd, mm-hmm. we're the sheep, and the sheep know his voice, and he, you know, Psalm 23, right? Yep. You know, um, makes us lay down in green pastures, green pastures. by still waters yep. and the, all that stuff. And New Testament, he talks about the sheep knowing his voice, and he knows the sheep, and sheep know him. Uh, in ministry, we kind of have a, a dual role where we're sheep, but we're yep. also shepherds. Yes. And we have to care for our church. And as we said, if we allow programs and tasks to lead us, then sometimes all we're doing is managing people. We're not really caring That's and right. shepherding them. So we're going to give you today four simple takeaways of what it means to shepherd people. The first one is this. I'll kick it off. The first one is shepherds spend time with sheep. Yep. All right. These, are, these aren't real earth-shattering. Like, <laughs> sure. The, Just reminders. Reminders. Really. It's like uh, a shepherd is always by a sheep. He's always by his flock. Yep. Mean, uh, years ago, there was a, uh, a big movement. I think it was the 70s, maybe, 80s, 70s, 80s. Okay. Uh, where it was about being ranchers versus shepherds. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I understand the concept in theory with leadership, but in practical, we're not ranchers. Nope. Nowhere in Scripture to say that we're supposed to be a rancher. Mm-mm. We're shepherds, and we got to spend time with sheep. So that includes Sunday mornings. That includes during the week. It includes you know, nights sometimes. We got to spend time with, with the sheep. Otherwise... You know how are we going to actually know what they need and how the, how to care for them? Exactly, and that's just the, that's the biggest piece of it all is is if you don't spend time with anything or anyone, then you're not going to really know it. If you don't spend time watching sports, then you're not going to know right. about your team and what the, what their record is and what's going on. If you don't spend time with your family or with your spouse, and you're not going to know yeah. how to care for them. Well, that's a good one, isn't it? You know, put, like, put your spouse in there. Come on, if you don't spend time with your spouse. Yeah. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. But 
as pastors and leaders in ministry, we've got to spend time with our people. Yeah. And it's got to be more than Sunday morning. It's got to be yep. coffees, lunches, hangouts, you know, go play golf, go bowling, yep. go do stuff with them. So you understand it's a big piece of small groups. But again, I think sometimes in ministry, we can offload a lot of that to other ministries. Mm-hmm. And us as pastors and leaders, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we stay as close to the sheep as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I think the big issue that most people fell into was I'm going to train people on how to actually do this. So instead of me doing it myself or me being the shepherd, I'm going to be a rancher and I'm going to make mini shepherds of me, and then they're going to care for the people, which, again, in leadership concepts, I understand that, right, delegation, but... And practical, I'm called to be this church's pastor, mm-hmm. which is a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you, and so is the rest of our staff, and so is our, so are our elders. And so we have to spend time with people. Uh, otherwise, you know, we get detached from them. We don't know what's going on. Yep. Same thing with like actual sheep, right? You have to spend yeah. time with them to know how to care for them, know what they need, uh, know if they're okay, all, the, all those well, things. And what I love about sheep and how Jesus lays that parallel out for us is that sheep often don't know what they need. Right. And, you know, people will come to church not necessarily yeah. knowing what they need. Sometimes they do. Right. And sometimes they get plugged in and sometimes they get in their own small group or they get right, in their right. own serve opportunity or whatever. But shepherds really help guide the sheep. Mm-hmm. And by spending time with people, yep. you're able to help guide them and give them what they need yeah. and when they don't even realize it, what it was that they needed. Yeah. So this goes to the second point, which is uh, a shepherd knows his sheep. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we did a uh, we pulled a, a little fun actual sheep fact sheet, uh, <laughs> and we shared that with our staff about we'll what put it in act- the show notes. Uh, yeah, I think we can do that. Yeah. I'll put the PDF in there, or the yeah. link in there. Um, but the uh, one of them was you call them by name, mm-hmm. like the sheep have names, which I didn't realize. Like I thought there was a bunch of sheep, right? So apparently, shepherds actually name their Every, sheep, everyone, right? Yep. And they know their name, and they actually call them by name. Yep. And it builds this like trust relationship with these. And let's face it, sheep are dumb. Like right. that, which is hysterical of why Jesus and calls the Bible calls us sheep. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, it makes total sense, you know. Let's pick one of the dumbest animals right. possible, yeah. and, you know, that's who we are. But the shepherd knows the names of the sheep, and by knowing the name, it's also referring to knows the sheep, knows their family, knows their kids. Yeah. I think it's – I mean, our church is – we're not at a small church, you know, right. and it's, it's hard to know – everybody's names but boy when you when you can dial that in and you know their kids and their spouse and you call them by name yep. that, that makes a huge difference in how we can care for them well i think with that it 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 directly correlates to the first point which is spend time like you you're going to know their name you're going to know right. their family you're going to know more yep. about them if you're spending time with them yeah so the more that you get to know them the easier it is to to know their name yeah and knowing them, and we have these conversations all the time in the hallway on Sunday mornings. We'll see somebody and we'll call them by name. And I know this has happened to you, especially yeah. you've mentioned it to me. You're like the people, you know, first, second, third time guests, whatever. Yeah. You meet them in a meet and greet or you meet them in a starting point class or something like that, mm-hmm. or even just in the hallway and you call them out by name and they go, I, I didn't expect you to remember me. Right, right. Because of the size of our yeah. church and because of the people that come in and come out and and even with their own irregularity, right? Yeah. So they I haven't even been here in 4 weeks or I saw somebody in the in the hallway this past weekend and it was their first time back to church in a year and a half. Right. And I was like, "Oh man, I missed you. It's so good to see you." 
And they go, I didn't even know that you, w- you know, yep. you would, I didn't even think that you would remember me. Yeah. So knowing them, it, it, it shows the value of the sheep yep. and it shows the importance of the shepherd. That's right. And the third one is, so number one, spend time with sheep. They, they know them by name. And uh, of course, that's Jesus says the same thing. I know my sheep. I call them my name. They know my name. They know me who I am. And the third one is protect the sheep. You got to yeah. protect the sheep. <laughs> Sorry. And in church world, this is critically important. So part of this, my angle on that one is sometimes you got to protect them against themselves, right? Yep. Same thing with sheep. They'll, they'll wander off. They get hurt. They'll go off a cliff. They break their leg. I mean, they're just not real careful. Yep. So sometimes we're protecting people for themselves, but also we got to protect our people from bad doctrine, bad theology, bad yeah. teaching. Uh, again, at our church, people have access to everything right now. Sure. Especially because of COVID. Everybody attends probably 10 churches right now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, I talked to somebody the other day. Yeah. I was like that, like, yeah. oh yeah, I stayed at home. It was so funny because I, I saw them out in an active place, yep. which is uh, its own its yeah. own sense yeah. of uh, That's frustration, a different, different right? Like we, but again, hey, we're talking we're talking with our people here. We're talking yeah, with right. leaders and pastors. You you guys get it. Boy, is that frustrating? It's frustrating when you see them at a Target or a Starbucks yeah. or whatever, or a game or or a football game, <laughs> and it's like I haven't, yeah, I haven't been back to church yet. Yeah. But you're with sixty thousand other people yeah. right now. So, yeah. but anyway, they were they were saying, yeah, Ooh. I just I loved being able to go from crossroads to this church and that church and that yeah. and i was i was just watching sermons until two o'clock yeah. and i'm like but you didn't get the connection <laughs> you didn't get the community you didn't yeah. get the the relationship yeah. and so for us to protect people is also to have hard conversations yeah. with them to guide yeah. them in ways that they yeah. they want to go one way yeah. but as shepherds do they guide them in the right yeah. way and sometimes you have to like we've had to do this here over the years where you get somebody that wants to teach or wants to be part of leadership in, in an area of ministry, and their theology or doctrine just doesn't line up with Crossroads. Not right. that it's necessarily bad or wrong. Sometimes right. it is. Sometimes it's just different. And yep. that's okay. That there's, there's a lot of ways to interpret a lot of things in Scripture that are non-primary salvation issues, right? We're talking secondary issues, yes. uh, gifts of the Spirit, things, like, things of that nature, healings, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. And sometimes you got to be like, listen, this is just who we are as a church. This is what we believe. And and what you're teaching is not who we are. Yeah. And so those people eventually will either submit to that or they leave and go to a church that they feel better lines up with them. And that's yep. okay too. You know, but we got to protect our people from the bad teachings. And I constantly, I'm con- most of my questions I get, most of the questions I get from people as I'm even thinking about now, like random hallway questions, sure. you know, usually are around doctrine or theology that they've heard somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta be like, oh, or they're checking. No. They yeah. say, "Oh, I heard about this. Is that right?" Or I talk to right. my friend, and they yep. are attending this church, and yep. you know they're trying to protect each <laughs> other too, which is great. But yeah. I, I think for for us to really protect people is to is to help guide them yep. as the as again the shepherd has the staff and guides yep. and protects in that way. Um, maybe setting up some boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Setting up a fence, yep. whatever you got to do yep. to make sure that. The sheep uh, understand that, and, and and what I love about our church too, and, and I want to encourage you as as pastors and leaders is if that doesn't line up for a small group leader or a Sunday school teacher or whoever it is to lead the class that they want to lead, help them find that place. Right, that's what we do here at Crossroads. We're like we're not the only church. We're right. one of hundreds, if not thousands, of churches in the Raleigh area. Yeah. It's so, a block, <laughs> ha- right? So how can we help you find That's your right. place? And and it doesn't have to be the end of our relationship. It just mm-hmm. has to be the the yeah. finding the right space for the right person. Which, by the way, is important while we have starting point. Yep. So all of our leaders 
are supposed to yep. go through starting point, including small group leaders, because in starting point, they learn about our church and our doctrine and our position papers, and they can ask questions. Yep. Then we know that they've been vetted to that degree before we release them to teach a small group or to teach a class somewhere. Exactly. Very important. Uh, the final one is this. The fourth and final one is a good shepherd feeds his sheep, which is <laughs> obvious, right? You gotta, I would hope so. You got to feed, feed your kids. Yeah, you got to feed your sheep or they starve. <laughs> All right, so the, the basic thing here is, uh, you know, discipleship is huge, the preaching, discipleship, teaching, all those ways that we feed our sheep to have them grow in Christ. And and help them with resources as well. You do a great job of this. Uh, I mentioned it this past weekend, I had the opportunity to preach and giving them the resources of devotionals, of Mm -hmm. Advent calendars, of... Right Now Media. Right Now Media, different avenues where, where, again, they can find any of this stuff, but if it's the right thing right we've got to help feed them yep. in the right ways yeah. and um and we do that of course within the walls of the church but we also help help them with that outside the walls of the church yep. and a, a great one that i love and, and i know you've you've referenced it a couple times as well as the he reads truth and she reads mm-hmm. truth devotionals those are great resources great ways to, to to point people in give them direction in and help them um grow in their own faith yep yep absolutely all right, well, hey, we're out of time. There you go. And so just shepherding, like four ways to shepherd your people. Spend time with them, know them, call them by name, protect them, and feed them, right? Pretty straightforward. But if we are more concerned about our programs and our tasks and the functionality of the church, we right. will forget that we're also called to be shepherds. So hopefully this encourages you, and hopefully that uh, you'll be able to uh, be able to find opportunities to you know lead your people well. There you, you know? go. We'll see you again next week. We're back on track. Back on track. Next week, we're going to talk about something I'm real excited about, and that's walk slowly through the crowd. Little teaser there. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you again next week.